And we begin tonight with new developments in the coronavirus emergency in America and around the world. The coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, has consumed and taken over life as we've known it. The number of cases continue to grow, leaving the United States with the new normal of living life in quarantine. Every person's life has been affected. Students are taking classes online, adults are adjusting to working from home, but the most terrifying change is that the healthcare and essential workers are putting their own lives at risk to flatten the curve. I spoke with Connor O'Neill, a junior at Northeastern University in the heart of Boston. What is your school situation like? Right now, Northeastern is completely online uh, and will be for the rest of the spring semester. And we are online for the rest of our summer one semester, which is May to the end of June. Do you meet with your class through Zoom or WebEx? No, I'm meeting online only through uh, Blackboard Ultra, which is like a tool on Blackboard. But yeah, we're still meeting online um, in two of my classes. And two of my other classes, we just completely suspended lectures and we're just getting updates on and assignments on Blackboard. Each school for all ages have had a different approach of how to function the remainder of the school year online. Personally, as a communication studies at Sacred Heart University, I have found that transitioning to online classes has not been as difficult as I thought it would be, just because I am used to doing a lot of my work online. But I understand that for other majors, it might be much more difficult to be online only. Aside from that, the whole coronavirus situation has been very stressful on the fact that just moving home and adjusting to this new normal, it's just something nobody has really been through. So it's just a day-to-day -day struggle of staying upbeat and happy and keeping yourself busy, but also staying healthy. However, students are not the only ones affected during this time. Kim O'Neill, an individual who works within the healthcare field, has taken each day by day as the hospitals are being flooded with new patients and less resources. I am the Associate Director of Clinical Documentation Integrity at Stony Brook University Hospital. What does your position entail and how has it changed in result of the pandemic? So my position is to, we act as liaisons between the physicians and the residents or the clinical providers and the coders or medical coders who are non-clinical and we are the clinical people. We're um, a group based of uh, registered nurses, nurse practitioners, and we have one physician assistant. So we read all of the charts and then we help the physicians understand the coding language and what to write in order to have everything summarized into a common language that is used nationally. It's actually used worldwide. I have spoken to a lot of the physicians and asked them, should we continue this practice knowing how hard it is for them to be taking care of this amount of people, especially when they are not trained to take care of this type of population. Um, our physicians luckily have actually been extremely willing to continue the process that we have already to the best of their ability so that we can document as accurately as possible 
what's happening with these patients. So my job has changed significantly in the fact that now I am being called to really work with IT departments and other data departments to try to figure out how can we pull this documentation from the records real time, whereas a lot of time we're pulling it after they're discharged. What has happened at the hospital over the past couple of weeks? So in the past couple of weeks with the coronavirus, there has been many more patients admitted with the coronavirus versus anything else. Surgery has stopped all elective surgeries as of a couple weeks ago. As of about a week ago, they stopped any surgery except if it would save someone's life within the next 90 days. So all surgeons, all residents for surgery were redeployed into different positions so that everyone could be retrained and taught how to take care of people who get the coronavirus. There has been extensive training for nurses and doctors and residents alike so that they will understand what to look for in the COVID disease process as well as how to take care of them as well as vent training. Um, or ventilator training when you put someone on a respirator. Our bed situation has gone from 624 beds to, I believe we're at about 800 beds. We will be at 950 within a couple of weeks, and they want us to go to 1,300 beds within about a month. They believe that the surge will happen for the most coronavirus patients uh, in the next week to three weeks. What would you advise the community to do? I would advise the community to stay home. It's incredibly important to contain the virus, to stop the spread. It's not about panic. It's definitely about just trying to flatten the curve of the amount of patients that we are seeing and how incredibly important it is for the patients to survive, for the nurses and the doctors to have the resources that they need that we're already in very short amount of. It's just important to make sure that we as a community do our part by staying home so that the nurses and the doctors can do their part to take care of these patients and hopefully get as many as possible well again. This truly is a scary time of confusion and change. I hope you all stay safe and healthy during this new normal. This is Mackenzie Carboni. Thank you for listening.